Hi everybody, I am Deacon Dave and welcome back to Silence in a Year. We are on to day 165, as always with Alicia Soto and layperson Lisa. Go ahead. So today's episode is called Seek to Be with God and the word is suffers. And Cardinal Sarah is talking about how some may think that God allows evil to destroy men. But God, um, or if uh, we're calling on God and he remains silent and we don't feel like he is there for us and we have suffering um, and just don't feel like he is present to us, but he truly is. He, um, and that's what, the important thing is with suffering, we, like Jesus, we shouldn't try to do it alone. Like when Jesus was suffering in the, the, the uh, Garden of Gethsemane, he called his friends to come and be with him and God does the same thing he calls us to invite him in to our suffering and that's how we can seek to be with him on a deeper level yeah I said that silence allows us to understand God's presence and love in the midst of evil and this is kind of akin to a restful heart and I I think it's just mind-blowing that God suffers with us from the evil that tears apart and disfigures the earth. So God is not removed, right, from hurting with us and for us um, because of evil, because of our own sin, frankly, right? And I think it's important for us to um, know that, like, our sin hurts God. And so when we go to the Sacrament of Reconciliation, we should go because we've hurt God, right? Whenever you hurt someone and you and you have that real kind of ache inside of who you are, then that calls us to go and reconcile that hurt with the person that we've done that to. And so God does hurt. And I think sometimes if we make God far off and big and he can handle everything, we don't... He's Jesus. He's fully human, too. He's, he's more personal than that, right? Can you imagine that Jesus, who is a person, as well as God, can be hurt by the things that we do. Yeah, I've read somewhere that all sin makes God weep. Yeah, yeah. Alicia. So I was just thinking about how, you know, when, when somebody is suffering, like you said, we, you know, we call upon their friends, and then they surround them um, in, in prayer and, and in love, and that's bringing Jesus to that person. Um, and th- so they're not suffering alone because as community when we suffer or that somebody else suffers and we come into community with them or we stand around them or whatever the case is we suffer with them as well so as part of community when you know in two when more than two are gathered i am there with you is what jesus said mm-hmm. so we come with them we're bringing jesus and he is in that community of suffering yeah, you know so so often in suffering our tendency is to isolate or our tendency is to not ask for help necessarily because we don't want to be a burden to, to someone else. Mm-hmm. And, and, and with Jesus, he actually asked for help and they all fell asleep, mm-hmm. right? To just keep watch and, and they couldn't keep watch. And so often we're exactly the opposite. We, we won't ask for help because mm-hmm. uh, it could even be because of pride or we don't want to show our weakness and everybody thinks that, you know, this person's been perfectly healthy and now they're sick. Um, and, and so they don't, they don't want anybody to know that or they don't want to be a burden. All of these things are counter 
as you suggest, Alicia, to what God is calling us to do as a community of believers in Him, we are actually the instruments that bring Christ to that person, right? And to remind them, as we said in the prior episode, that they are seated at the right hand of the Father. And we're all called to share compassion with each other, and compassion means to suffer with. And so if so Jesus wants us to be there for each other. It helps build up the body of Christ. And, you know, I just think of the Grace and Suffering podcast when um, people from AJ and her husband's community came and were there for them and supported them and helped them through um, the suffering that they were undergoing. And just that, that, that gift of compassion that we are called to share with one another, I think, is just very powerful. There's so much more meaning to our suffering when we invite others into it. And so often, the person that is suffering does a lot of ministry, mm-hmm. right? So you're bringing this community around to support you, and then you end up, even in your, your suffering, to be able to minister to other people by virtue of that same suffering. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly powerful what can happen. A couple of other things I just want to say real quick, since Lisa mentioned compassion. So there's sympathy, right? So I, I feel for someone else because there's something that's happened, but I don't have that shared experience, so I can't understand. Empathy is like, okay, I feel for that person because I've had a shared experience and, and I understand that. But compassion is like a whole nother level, right? Where you enter into that person's suffering, if you will. If, so there's just like this uniting that happens as members of the body of Christ, but it goes so much deeper than that. And compassion just draws things out of people that otherwise wouldn't be drawn out. Yes. I was just thinking of um, what we learned that compassion is like this deep, deep, gut-wrenching um, uh, feeling of uh, being there for somebody. Yeah. It's just like so, so deep. Right, exactly. So it goes beyond sympathy and empathy. Alicia? That's it. Uh, Takeaway question. Here we go, people. Are you are you allowing your trials and sufferings to seek God, or are you trying to do things on your own? Good question. Let's pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord, help us to always know of your presence and your love in the midst of difficulty and suffering. May you bless everyone in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 See you next time. Bye. From from the Buckrow section. (laughs)